Hey everyone, welcome to the One Track Punk Show, the podcast where I chat with guests to see what inspires them to do what they do and what gives them the drive to pursue it. My name is John Layola, also known as One Track Punk on the internet, and this week is going to be another OTG throwback featuring Sissy Jones, voice actor extraordinaire. She was in the Firewatch game, which I, after playing that game, I definitely wanted to speak with her. And this is what happens when I just need to speak to someone. We just get the voice actor. So Sissy Jones is awesome. She's also in the Life is Strange game. And she's also in Adrift. Also, here's another note. This is actually my second time speaking with a guest, a special guest. So you'll hear that I'm very nervous and very shy and stuttering a lot. Well, I, then again, I still stutter now, but as you, I'll, I'll mention it a lot during the interview that this is only, we're still getting used to it. But hope you guys enjoy this episode of the OTG Throwback. Enjoy. Hey gamers, welcome to a very, very special episode. A special episode with our special guest, Sissy Jones. What's hey, up, everybody? Jones. Yay! Yay! <laughs> That's a lot of specials in there, John. I'm, I'm nervous. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay, though. Don't be nervous. I promise I don't bite. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How are you guys doing? We're great. Good. We're doing great. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. That's great. Thank um, you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. No, you're welcome. Thanks for being a part of the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to. <laughs> um, and since I'm a bit nervous. Oh, don't be, don't be, don't be. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so I just want to start off with a little game just to make it a little bit easier for everyone. Okay. This is going to be called the movie name game. And okay. in this game... It's for all of us to part, to play in, and we just take a movie title. Um, oops, I forgot rules. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you've done this before, John. I'm I'm so nervous. Okay, no, yeah. So the the movie or the game or movie name game is where a person says a movie title, and the next person has to use the ending letter of that title to name the next movie title. So, if I were to start it off, okay, it'll go from me to Corey to Amanda then to you sissy and then I'll go back okay. to me Great. um if we if we don't come up with one we're out for the game <laughs> okay <laughs> okay and then fair uh, warning fair warning I do have an eight-month-old and I'm not sleeping so <laughs> oh no <laughs> yeah in the first in the first round but carry on okay <laughs> <laughs> and uh, okay then just a fair warning because we're gonna end the podcast with another game okay just to let you know <laughs> <laughs> fair enough same game or a different game uh different game okay so I'll start off with the movie game. Um, I'll say Batman. Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so glad I'm not the only one. Yeah. Um, music. Wow. That's that's a W. <laughs> that's okay. I'll, let's, I'll say I'll say Batman ends with an N. Why did you say W? Because you said wow. Okay, I said wow. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, never-ending story. <laughs> there you go. But then you got Y. Uh, true. Um. Was year one a movie? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Uh, e would, uh, of course, I had like all the questions, all the answers when you guys were doing it. <laughs> uh, um, it's okay. 
Elf. Elf. Ooh, elf. Nice. Um, <laughs> Fantastic Four. Resident Evil. That's an L. That is an L. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Oh, S. Stop, man. <laughs> Killing me. Um, oh my God, it's an S. There are like a zillion movies. Star Wars, for God's <laughs> sake. Go. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars. Yes. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's another S. I'm going to say Star Trek. <laughs> I was going to say, you can't say Star Wars too. <laughs> yes. No, I can't do that. No. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, there's a K. Oh, I know. I, I know one. King Kong. Oh, you go. <laughs> you are my favorite. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Ghostbusters. Oh, good. Nice oh, one. that's another S. It's like the furthest we've ever gotten. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, we're already on Star Wars and Star Trek. Uh, 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 oh, guys, what's wrong with me? <laughs> um, there was there was a new movie that came out, Batman versus Superman. There you go. Put <laughs> <laughs> nice. your back to end. <laughs> Welcome back then. That's good, no? I think that's good. Uh huh. The game's over when it's back oh to you God. on yes. in. <laughs> Sweet. Yes, I think that's that was good. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right. Um. So let's get things going now to our first part of news, so where we get to know Sissy Jones a little bit about yourself. We would like to know what was your inspiration to become an actor. Uh, yeah, well, I used to be a working stiff and, uh, I was working in the Silicon Valley for about 10 years and, um, I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) I, it it was just like, you know, every morning my alarm clock would go off and the first thought that went through my head was, oh God. (laughs) Um, so one morning I was getting ready and, uh, getting ready for work and I heard, um, the voice of Bart Simpson on the radio who was Mm. uh, promoting the Simpsons movie at the time. Cool. And she mentioned a voiceover school in the San Francisco Bay Area where I lived at the time. And um, I was on the phone that day and I started taking classes that week. And two years later, I quit my job. Oh, wow. 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 That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> it, was, it was, it's the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, you went, you went for your dreams. I did. I did. Yeah, it's been really good. So had you ever thought about doing voice acting or anything like that before then? Or is that just all of a sudden it struck you like I could do this? No, I always wanted to. Um, I remember when I was like six, I was watching Scooby-Doo. And I remember the the day when I realized that the characters had little black lines around them and it meant that they weren't like real, that they were drawn. (laughs) It took me a while. And um, (laughs) I was like, oh my God, somebody gets to be the voice of that character. That sounds so awesome. And I I ran to my dad and I was like, dad, I'm going to be an actress when I grow up. And he was like, no, no, you're not. Uh -uh." (laughs) Uh-uh. So, uh, you know, I decided to adult for a little while and um, then I came back to being a child and it's been great. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. Uh, So what has been your favorite role so far? I mean, it just doesn't get much better than Delilah, right? Oh, yes. She's she's great. And and what I love about her is that um, Sean Vanneman, who wrote Firewatch, who wrote Delilah, I worked with him on The Walking Dead. And so we knew each other. I mean, we had kind of a rapport already and so he knows that I'm kind of a giant dork and um, (laughs) so he wrote her with me in mind Um, so it was just a really easy pair of shoes to slip into if that makes sense that's good yeah 
Yeah. And, you know, we recorded her for two years. And so it just, it was like coming back to this familiar friend, which was, it was just awesome. It was so cool. That's great. Yeah. Stepping back a little bit. I just want to know um, a little bit more about yourself. Uh, what are what are your favorite things to do or, or hobbies? Right. Um, well, I have two kids. So right now my hobbies are keeping them alive. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before that, <laughs> uh, you know, I grew up in Idaho. And so we used to spend every weekend outdoors. I mean, we were either snow skiing or hiking or camping. Um, and I love, I love that. I love being able to get back to nature. Um, living in Los Angeles does not lend oh. itself to that, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise I love spending time with my family, my friends. Um, I love eating good food. I really like sushi oh, yes. a lot and sake Ooh. and, um, I like good food. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. That's a good hobby. Food is a good hobby. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's great. It's fun. I love to travel. I love to, to experience different cultures and um, different points of view and different people and different foods and um, driving on the other side of the road. I don't know, all this stuff. It's just <laughs> all these wonderful experiences that I had leading up to now that I have kids and I can't do any of that anymore. <laughs> So if you, um, since you're doing all this, this acting gig, you're not able to go around now that you have kids to go like to different conventions and stuff like that? Not yet. My kids are still really young. Oh. Um, so I think once they're a little bit older, it might be something I can look into. Not, not the road warrior so much as a lot of people are, but like local cons and stuff like that, I think would be great to go to. Cool. Cool. Uh, another question would be. Would you rather have a lead role or voice multiple people in the same project? That is a really great question. Um, and now that Firewatch and Adrift have come out, I can say I've done both. And uh, there's something really, really great about being a lead character, just that oftentimes it means multiple sessions. And so it's, like I said, it's a, it's a pair of shoes that you get to, it's a pair of like warm slippers that you get to come back to again and again. And um, there's comfort in that. However, you know, after doing The Walking Dead, and I did a, a bunch of characters in that, it is really fun and not a little bit schizophrenic to be a bunch of different people at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I can't say one or the other. I can say I love them both. <laughs> Do you ever forget who you're supposed to be voicing if you're doing multiple people at the same time? Uh, not often, but that's because I usually really try to break it down into like different, um, you know, character development pieces. And so I know who I'm talking as, uh, however, I've never had to have a conversation between characters. So ask oh. me again after that happens. <laughs> <laughs> Do you prefer acting in your own voice or creating a, a whole new persona or different voice for that character? Mm, another really good question. There's something about acting in my own voice that lets me just be free and not worry that I'm breaking character. However, um, being able to be goofy and wacky and have a crazy voice is part of the fun of this job. Oh, yeah. Uh, so uh, there, are, there are things about both that I love. <laughs> I sound like a politician. I'm sorry. I don't mean to. I know. I know. You're doing great. Oh, yeah. Cats or dogs? <laughs> both. I grew up with both. <laughs> I have cats right now, but that's just because uh, my husband is allergic to dogs. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, would it not be the same, or is that a total different thing? No, they're, they're different. They're different. Oh, plus a cat can, you know, poop in a box. And <laughs> oh, that's true. Deal with it later, yeah. and a dog you can take out every day. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Um, so thank you. I, we know a little bit more about you now. Let's go on with the experiences with Firewatch. All right. Um, so you already talked about how you got involved with Firewatch a little bit because of the writer. Was it the writer of Walking Dead or? Yeah. So Sean Vanneman wrote season one of The Walking Dead when he was at Telltale. And then he and Jake Rodkin, who um, I believe directed season one, they left Telltale and started Campo Santo. And oh, okay. uh, three years ago, I got a, a like an email from Sean and he was like, hey, uh, left Telltale writing a new game, female character, you in. And I was like, yep. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, which is just so lovely because, uh, you know, more often than not, it's like a huge audition process and you're going up against hundreds of other people and you don't even know if your stuff is going to be heard, let alone picked. And so just to know that um, that it was going to happen like that, it was great. It was so much fun. And, and getting to work with him again was just a dream. That's great. Yeah. I know season one of The Walking Dead was probably one of the best Telltale oh. games there were. Like the season two just didn't compare. And I it was mean, like their, their first big Telltale like that that really hit audiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just such an emotional sucker punch. And and that's what I love about Sean is that he writes these complete characters. Um, you know, no one is two dimensional from Lily to uh, Clementine to, you know, uh, Delilah. Like they, they're all full bodied characters who have full backstories and histories. And, and it makes it that much more um, compelling, I think, as an actor and as a player that you get invested in these in these people and you want to know what happens. And so you know, working with him, I, I will work with him on all the things forever. <laughs> yes. Awesome. <laughs> you're, like, you're pretty much in the end because I know um, Telltale, they like to use their, uh, all a lot of the same actors for most of their games. And I've heard your voice in um, The Walking Dead, even the even the new Walking Dead, the, the Michonne series, you're in there. Mm-hmm. And also you're in um, The Wolf Among Us. Briefly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm really happy about that. You know, it's it's always fun to get to work with the same group of people. And I think it's it helps them because they know what I'm good at. You know what I mean? So yeah. they know if they bring me in for a character, they can direct me to a certain read or they can direct me away from a certain thing that I might not be so good at. Um, and I think, you know, you kind of develop a shorthand working with the same people, which is really, really helpful for everybody involved. Oh, yes, yes. Hopefully the, the players aren't like, oh my God, it's you again. Go away. <laughs> no, <laughs> no way. No, no way. <laughs> so the Telltale's working on a Batman game. Is there any chance you're part of that? If you, if you can discuss it? Because I'm much Man. looking forward to that one. <laughs> I I would love to be. I, I don't know. Um, I know auditions went around, but, you know, they may have already picked their person. They may not have. So I, I would love to be if I if I can be. And if not, then I know it'll be great either way. If you don't, we'll, we'll riot. <laughs> we will push for you. My name is Sissy Jones, and I approve this message. <laughs> uh, so, one of the, the greatest things about Firewatch was the conversations and the dialogue in the game. It was definitely one of the my favorite parts of the game. So, I would like to know: was the line strictly from the script, or were you able to improv any conversations with Rich in the game? Uh, a little bit, but again, like that's the genius of Sean is that he really had most of these conversations completely mapped out. Um, he's such a great writer. And uh, the other thing that we did with Firewatch, which is kind of rare, is um, you know I have my home studio and Rich had his home studio and we recorded simultaneously. Oh. So the conversations that you're hearing in the game are actual conversations that we had live. Um, and 
more often than not, for those that don't know, video games are recorded separately. So, you know, um, when you have a conversation, let's say between Lee and Clementine in, in The Walking Dead, uh, you know, Dave Finoy, who is Lee, is recording maybe three weeks or a month before Melissa Hutchison, who is Clementine, goes in to record. Oh. And they just have to match the tone when they get there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So to be able to record together um, was really cool, not only to have the chemistry come across in the game where you actually feel like you're listening to dialogue, but, um, you know, Rich and I live like a mile apart from each other in L.A., and we had never met. And we kind of made the decision not to meet when we started recording. So everything you hear from the the kind of awkward beginning of like, what's wrong with you? What do you mean? What's wrong with you? Down to like becoming chummy and, and friends like that. That was kind of the way that it went. We we got to know each other through the course of two years of recording for this game, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's that is pretty cool. Um, so we have a fan question from Wombat1800. And he asks, uh, were you given the full backstory for Delilah or any other, or only the information from the script? Well, thanks, Wombat1800. Um, <laughs> I was given a bit of both. Uh, you know, Sean, when he contacted me a couple years ago, had sent me kind of a background about her and had me read a couple of test lines. So I think at that time her name was Alice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so wow. I got to read as Alice. Um, and I, you know, I learned a little bit about who she was three years ago, which changed and, you know, when we actually did start recording. But what he didn't have in there, um, I got to fill in myself. And I got to decide, you know, what is it about this woman that makes her tick? What What's the first thing she thinks about in the morning? What's her favorite brand of tequila? Um, you know, does she like the pop culture word puzzle, uh, crossword puzzles? Or does she like the New York Times crossword puzzles? You know, <laughs> um, just the little details that, for me, help her become that much more real. Cool. Nice. Marcos Polos says, <laughs> uh, what kind of direction were you given from the producers versus what you brought to the character on your own? Um, and he also says, I've always loved voice acting, um, but her character on this project resonated with me more than anyone else. Wow. Uh, thank you, Marcos Polos. Um, uh, there was some general direction, but I think, again, because we had worked so extensively together on The Walking Dead, um, they kind of knew where I would start. And so once we once we did start recording and Rich and I were on the phone, you know, Sean would let us take a huge scene at, at a time where normally you do one line and you might give two reads of the same line. Um, Sean would let us do like 20, 30 lines at a time just to get the conversation flowing. Okay. Um, and if we needed to redirect, he would give us little notes here and there um, and we would, we would take it again. But I, I don't think we ever did uh, a segment more than three times. Okay, cool. Um, and then this was uh, two people asked the same question was uh, La Loca and Griffin 99. They asked if you were or did you play Firewatch when it was released? <laughs> thank you, La Loca. And thank you, Griffin 99. Uh, I'm a terrible, terrible game player. Like, there is no way for you to die in the game of Firewatch. I would find <laughs> the way to die. <laughs> oh, <no>. um, <laughs> I learned how to play on the old school NES system with the flat paddles. You know what I mean? But oh, instead yes. of playing with my thumbs, I learned to play with my finger and my forefingers so that I could, uh, my forefinger, my middle, middle finger rather, so that I could run really fast with my forefinger and then jump with my middle finger and not have to take the run fast button off, um, which sounds so convoluted. But when the new paddles came out, I was so confused. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I never learned how to play. I, my friend Anthony is actually like writing me a whole thing about how to play. 
Um, so no, I did not play, but I did watch a lot of, of playthroughs, um, which is really kind of fun. It's really cool to see the different choices that everyone picked for uh, dialogue and stuff. I yeah, love that. it definitely is. And um, amazing. M, I, I don't know how to say it. It's like, <laughs> it's like M, M, amazing GG. <laughs> and Outermost Dig says, what were your thoughts on the ending? Thank you guys for the question. Um, I understand why it's polarizing, but I love it. I think it is um, realistic. And um, here's the thing. If you had met Delilah, if you had actually seen her, there's no way everybody would have been happy with it. You know That's what I mean? True. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone had a different idea in their head of who she was and what she looked like. And there's no way to satisfy that. I definitely understand why people felt like there should have been a little bit more, but uh, but I think it ended just the way it needed to. Yeah, I like that answer. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's kind of like, I don't know if you guys, you know, went away to like summer camp when you were kids and you met someone and you were like BFFs for like the whole time and you guys were like, we're going to be pen pals and it's going to be awesome and we're going to hang out next summer and then you never talk again. So Ooh, it's, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like that, you know? That is, yeah, that's a great example. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But with a little more whiskey. But you know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and then uh, the remaining fan questions. Alex Davis asks, how hard did you find it to get into the role of your characters? And what were those difficulties? Uh, for Delilah or for any? I guess for any. Yeah. Well, thanks, Alex. I did not have difficulty getting into the role of Delilah because she's a lot of me with a lot less husband and more scotch. Um <laughs> You know, I think for each character, there's there's going to be something about them that makes them tick. And it's my job as an actor to figure out what that is. You know, and I, I think also for each character, there has to be some of me in there. You know, I, I, I've lived my life this far and I've had experiences and there are things that make me really happy and there are things that made me really sad. And, and to be able to pull from each of those uh, and add whatever emotion is necessary for the character, but make it real is helpful but you know also like i was saying to to figure out for each one what's the first thing they think of when they wake up in the morning what are their biggest fears what are their hopes and dreams and um, what makes them tick and what's their favorite color and what's their favorite food you know knowing that about each character um just informs little little nuances about them that you might not otherwise think of mm -hmm. So have you ever had to record something really emotional that was just really hard for you to get through? Or have oh you God. always been really good at keeping it? <laughs> have you played The Walking Dead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like um, that's like strictly your role, sissy, because like you got The Walking Dead, you got Life is Strange, you got Delilah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I've been doing a lot of these narrative games, which are so much fun. Um, and a lot of them do require a pretty heavy level of emotion. I will say the scene, the final scene between Kenny and Katya was the hardest thing I've had to record to date. Um, oh, wow. I mean, the okay. tears that you hear in the game were real. <laughs> okay. There was there was a lot of uh, tissue and nose blowing. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was really challenging to get through that, but but that was that was that was very real for me in, in terms of not that I've known anybody that got bit by a zombie, but no. <laughs> you know, dealing with uh, uh, loss and things like that, that was really challenging to, to summon up. So what did you think of Kenny as a character? <laughs> Cause I've got some problems with Kenny. <laughs> Kenny. Oh, Kenny reminds me a lot of someone I know. 
and he's a hothead and he thinks he's always right and everybody else is stupid and and I love him because he's a he's got a he's got a good heart but sometimes I just want to punch him in the face. Yes, and I think that's a little. Yeah, I think that's what Kenny is there for. Kenny is is like the the unabashed conscience, you know that that makes you second guess every single thing that you do. And his voice actor Gavin Hammond is just an amazing human being. So it's hard to like it's hard to separate the fact that like Kenny can be such an asshole and and Gavin is really wonderful. <laughs> All I know is my first run I supported Kenny and I did everything for his kid and I, I supported the family, stuck with him. And then randomly at one point he accuses me of never having his back. So right then I was like, you know what? Not anymore. We're done, <laughs> done, Kenny. Yeah. Bros no mo, son. You're, you're done. <laughs> yep. Yep, as he would. <laughs> um, Brendan McCullough asks, do you think video games are the hardest to do voiceover for? I know some vo- voice actors avoid it since it requires a lot of screaming and grunts that can strain the voice. Sure. Um, thanks for the question. I think they it can be. I mean, I've done sessions. Uh, I had a session last year at nine o'clock in the morning um, that was four straight hours of screaming and yelling and Ooh. growling. And I left with my throat bleeding. Um, wow. wow! And I had to go straight from there to a commercial uh, session, which is one of my bread and butter jobs. I do every week for a commer- uh, grocery store. Um, and I had to go talk about broccoli and like come in for a sale on broccoli and I was like come in for your broccoli (laughs) Um, I don't love those sessions I really don't so but that's that's such a smallish subset of video games anymore I mean you are seeing a lot more of the narratives the life is stranges and the the walking deads and firewatch and um you know oxen free and all this other stuff that's coming out that doesn't just have that guttural screaming thank god Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I definitely understand why people avoid some of it. There are some that I just don't audition for because I know it's going to kill me. And I, I, I'm, my voice is, is where I make my money. If I can't talk, I can't feed my family. So, yes, there are some that I avoid. But I think the whole of video gaming is so much more than just screaming games, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you were in a, in a game. I haven't played it yet, but uh, Adrift, there's a lot of... <laughs> A lot of heavy breathing in that game. I- <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. Adrift is so beautiful, you guys. It's it's a virtual reality game that's launching with Oculus Rift. And essentially, I I am the main character, uh, Alex Oshima, and a side character who actually doesn't do much breathing, but a lot more talking. Okay. <laughs> um, but Alex wakes up in the midst of the destruction of her space station, and everyone around her is dead, and she has to figure out what happened um, how to fix her suit that's leaking oxygen and how to get home. And um, she has five words in the entire game. Wow. And the rest of it is breathing. It's um, it's intense breathing when she starts running out of oxygen. It's panicked breathing when she's like, like really, really out of oxygen. And then it's like suffocation. <laughs> oh, wow. I may or may not have blacked out like five times during that session. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Did so, they suffocate you to get it to be uh, authentic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did actually. I'm actually back from the dead. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> no, it was dead. it was a really crazy it was a really crazy recording session. But they they were super cool about it. They knew the the creator Adam Orth um, is just an amazing human being, and he knew exactly what he needed it to sound like. And so he was kind of pacing around in the control room while I was in the booth, like a like a music director. 
you know, um, making sure I knew what the cadence of the breath was going to be in this particular segment and then speeding it up when I'm running out of air and then like, oh, you're choking, you know. Uh, so it was it was fun. It was definitely different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So think, is that hard to act out, just breathing? Like, is that worse than just reading stuff? or? It's not worse. It's just different. Um, you know, there's always parts of a game usually called efforts uh, where you are, you know, breathing or you're running and what is it what's your breath sound like when you're running or you're getting punched or you're getting you know stabbed in the stomach with a sword and so I'm used to doing efforts okay. um, so this was just like a four-hour session of, of efforts that made me want to pass out a few times <laughs> wow. is there any um, I know you said you're not much of a gamer but is there any game series that you've like noticed that you'd love to be a part of just if you could have any game or, or or company even uh you you could choose what would it be all the things all the things i i love this job i really do i would love to be part of lord of the rings i would love to be part of batman i would love to be part of um and i, I guess i was part of batman for uh the arkham knight series i was nora freeze which was really fun you moved uh, me Nora's <laughs> amazing thanks i actually got to record that with maurice lamarche uh, who is Dr. Freeze, who is also the brain, you guys, from Pinky and the Brain. Oh, snap. Really? Really? <laughs> uh, yes. Wow. We were, like, in the same recording studio together, and I, like, needed adult diapers because I wanted to pee myself out. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, you know, Star Wars, I'd love to, you know, I have a, a random droid in Shadows of Ravon, but I'd love to do, like, a, a proper Star Wars character. Um there's just so much. There's so much good content out there, and I, 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 I want it all. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty much all for the the fan questions. Um, you guys have any other? We've been filtering ours in as we go. Oh yeah, I noticed that. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, all the fans, and thank you guys for the questions. They're really good questions. Yes, yeah, a lot of good questions. Um, so I guess it's uh, let's end the game or the podcast with another game. This is okay. called Questions Only. Oh. Yes. So in this game, you can only speak in questions. Two players start. When someone loses, they are out for the turn. The next player will then pop in to continue with another question. Okay. Just so you know, this is really difficult and it it never usually gets very far. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I need to be British for this one because like they always end up like, isn't it? Doesn't it? Wouldn't it? All right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Can I cheat and just do that? (laughs) Maybe once. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Can you? (laughs) Okay, so for the scene, um, we're going to go with the... Well, I guess we'll go with fire watching. We are rangers in the forest, and all of a sudden, a fire occurs. So, I guess I'll start it off with Corey. Okay. Okay, and then uh, if one of us loses, and then Sissy will jump in with your question. Okay. Okay, so I'll, I'll start things off. <clears throat> Do you see that? Uh, uh, um... <laughs> I just blanked. Okay. I just blanked out. hard. <laughs> oh out. my god. <laughs> See what? Whoa. <laughs> okay. Over the hurt. Okay. Oh, nope. No. Nope. <laughs> no. This is about how it goes. <laughs> That's pretty much <laughs> We're not good at improv. <laughs> okay, Amanda, your turn. What's going on over there? What are you looking at? Can't you see that? Can you point it out to me? Ooh. Which way are you looking? Which way are you looking? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's it already. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Yeah, I think we should just admit defeat right there. I just lost. 
<laughs> Congrats, Sissy, you won. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two years of recording. Take that. <laughs> are you are you good at improv? I am not comp comparatively. Like there are people here that just can rattle anything off, and uh, I try. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, we um, try at least. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have fun. I have fun. I definitely, uh, I've taken some classes, but man, there are some people here who are so quick on their feet. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I envy them. Yeah, it's a, it's a skill. <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess uh, I think that's pretty much it for the podcast. Um, we know we can follow you at Twitter, on Twitter, at Sissy Speaks. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about or promote or anything that you can? <laughs> Um, well, there's a bunch of games that I can't talk about because they're all under NDA. Womp womp. Um, but uh, yeah, Twitter. Twitter is where I do most of my uh, most of my talking with the peeps. I don't really do much on my Facebook page because I'm a nerd. But um, <laughs> I can't really promote much because it's all under NDA. <laughs> that's, that's okay. <laughs> oh yeah, we get we totally understand. <laughs> Are you recording quite a bit right now? Or? I am, um, fortunately, knock on wood. Uh, there's been a That's lot good. coming out. I can say uh, that if you have seen the uh, trailers for The Huntsman coming out next week, mm -hmm. um, I'm the sound alike for Charlize Theron. So, uh, <laughs> nice. you know, you're actually hearing me in those trailers. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but that's about all I can talk about. <laughs> cool. Do you do a lot of that? Um, doing like voiceover trailers or for the trailers? I actually do. Yeah, it's um, it's this funny little niche in the business that is really great work if you can get it. And I do I do a ton of sound alikes for a ton of different people, and it's great. Um, so you know, Charlize Theron, please keep making making movies, and, uh, <laughs> amongst others. But her, I do the most for right now, which is amazing. Great, cool. All right, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, right? yeah, I think so. Amanda, all good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sissy, for uh, being a part of our podcast. It was great having a conversation with you. Yeah, you guys, too. Um, be sure to send me your like if I don't, I don't know if you guys follow me on Twitter. Oh, yes. But send me a message and let me know who you are and then I'll follow you back. Cool. Because um, you guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I mean, I'm even more nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> don't be nervous. <laughs> Just be awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we are talking about John, though. Oh, thank oh, you. <laughs> awesome. All right, you guys. Well, have a fun weekend, and thank you again so much for the opportunity. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank, thank you for you. being on it. Yes. We'll have definitely, um, when you have more games to talk about, we'll definitely have you, if you're willing. That yeah. Is. yeah. We'll anytime. definitely have you back. <laughs> We're going to make you come back. <laughs> no, I'd be happy to. That'd be really cool. Great, cool, awesome. Thank you again so much. All right, thank you guys. Take care. You too. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the One Track Punk Show. If you like this episode, be sure to rate and review it on iTunes, as well as sharing the podcast with other people who need some inspiration. You can follow me on various social media by searching One Track Punk, Twitter for updates, Instagram for artwork, Snapchat for vlogs. You can also support me by subscribing to my Patreon at patreon.com slash one track pump. By doing so, you can get early access to the content I am creating. Thank you everyone and remember to get inspired. <laughs> <laughs>